On Hit 92.9. I did find uh, something very interesting yesterday. I was doing the rounds on the news. Um, a discrimination case has been put forward uh, in the courts uh, on Jeez, religious on, on religious grounds. I, found, I did find it very interesting. Okay. okay. So the story is, this is on religious grounds, uh, discrimination. Now, a Christian couple have yeah. been... Um, not allowed to foster kids, um, believing because the, in their beliefs they think that being gay is a sin. Right. So on the form when you um, apply to become a foster parent, right. um, you ha- there's a question: is how would you respond if the foster child, uh, foster kid, identified as LGBTQI? Yeah. And they Plus. responded with, um, yeah, it's a sin. You can resist, and mm-hmm. we would help them overcome their sexuality right. queries and they say we literally just hold our traditional Christian values following the, what the Bible teaches yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's come back in one of the four criterias, uh, five criteria, sorry, that you, um, uh, you know, examined against to see whether you're suitable, suitable to, to yep. foster. Uh, they didn't provide a safe living environment. So okay. on, on those grounds that they um, thought that being gay was a sin right. and they would be able to um, resist, help so the child resist being gay. As far as this being out in the media, how, yeah. is, is it because the Christian couple are complaining? Or yes. Is it because, well, okay. it's, it's going, now, now they're saying they've been discriminated against. So right. it's going to the courts. 131060 is the phone number. Please give us a call. We've got $150 cash and just as pies. Just coffees and five keep, Jess's coffees. So we've got everything going for 150 bucks cash. So Pete, that's the story. Obviously, mm. I've condensed a version of it. Literally, the, the parents who they've got their own kids, they're married, yep. aren't allowed to foster because of their religious beliefs, um, saying that they are being gays a sin, and the, if they do have a foster child um, under the LGBTIQI. See, I have a lot of friends that um, identify, you know, under the LGBTQIA plus community, right? Now, um, I, I'm glad that that couple put that in that, in that as a description that if, you know, I mean, it's sad that there people think like that, but I just, I, it hurts me to know that they were to adopt someone and say, for instance, the foster home didn't know and the child did identify, you know, that it would be an absolute nightmare for that child to be brought up, Mm. um, with, 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 uh, parents that are trying to, you know, I guess not allow them to be them. Yeah. So I'm glad that that couple have put that there. So they shouldn't be able yeah, to foster so kids. So no, well, no, not in no. my not not from where I stand. I no. believe no. Peter, um, I'd love to know what the criteria around safe living environment is first and what constitutes a safe living environment because if you know that's what they've said in that, 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 feedback, that was that was the category that, that was they the category. Were, couldn't provide a safe <laughs> living environment due to their beliefs under the how would you respond if a foster kid identified mm. as lgbtqi but i i have to agree with um you know if, if they're going to be comfortable enough to put their religious faith ahead of the well-being of this kid yeah. mentally yeah then i think it's perfectly fine for them to to for the the um the foster, foster society company, the yeah. foster company to say sorry Absolutely. you can't have child yeah. yeah um at the end of the yeah. day there's nothing wrong i i am fine i believe in a in an equal platform for everybody in terms of having your own opinion mm-hmm. if you want to be religious to that extent that's fine go go for your life that's you and i think discussion is good discussion is healthy and we get along much better when we all just discuss things instead of getting angry against each other but at the same time if you have that opinion, I think you lose your right in yep. some particular cases, yep. and this is one of them. Yep. Yeah. I uh, well said, Pep. Well, yeah, thirteen ten sixty is a number, and you said it sort of what I was 
probably thinking. But yeah, what was going to really... come out of my mouth was probably going to be dumped because <laughs> yeah. I would have sworn uh, and probably wouldn't have been doing much radio oh, after I shared my opinion yeah. on what I feel. Yeah. Oh, look, I struggle. Things. You know, I've got my dad's sister um, is Jehovah Witness, mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't celebrate. At birthdays yeah. or anything like that, and gee, I might be Jovis. Um, <laughs> no, but like you know, after my dad passed away, yeah, um, oh, it was my thirtieth birthday. You know, a couple of months later, and I wasn't going to do anything because obviously mm. with the circumstances of what happened with him, but uh, you know, I really wanted to be around family, and I asked my auntie in you know my dad's only sister mm. and her family to be there, and they said no, yeah. they wouldn't be there for me because yeah. it was a celebration of birthdays, mm. and. And I actually said to her, like, I really just need you there. Mm. Um, call and it a birthday. Call it whatever you no. want. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. Like, I'm like, they were never there for any birthday beforehand. Yeah. Never, never, you know, asked them for anything. Yeah. Except for their support that one time and they didn't. Then, you know, I just had to accept the fact that they put their um, religion before the my needs. Mm. And that's okay. Because I put everything before them. Yeah. Uh, but... Sorry, I was just going to say, what I, the, the person I would like to hear from this morning mm. is the person that's not going to give us the low-hanging fruit. Like, it's easy to perfectly write this, this couple off and go, you're Christian, that's your belief, you don't get, you don't get to foster a kid. Well, mate, my, my family, my dad is extremely Catholic, um, which might surprise a few of you that the way I behave around religion, <laughs> but he's extremely Catholic. I used to go to church every Sunday. Uh, when his dad died, when he was one, uh, he was sent to boarding school, Xavier College in uh, Melbourne, right. which is a massive, massive Wait, Catholic. is that why you were called Xavier? No. Oh. No, nah, but okay. anyway. Okay, sorry. Uh, but my older sister is homosexual. So I've oh, got a gay sister and a yeah. super Catholic father, when if you're following what the Bible says, and obviously um, my dad is a, a drinker, a gambler, <laughs> a footy punter, a, you, you name oh, it. but he, he doesn't smoke. He goes so, to know. church, well, that's probably because he doesn't know how. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does he love <laughs> wine? No, just beer. Oh, only geez, beer, only only VB. VB, only VB. He says, "When I come home, you'll have unlimited beers. You will never run dry here, son. But it's only VB." Oh, geez, but anyway, so can you throw the line out to me. Oh, but like Dad obviously went. Oh, okay, I need to look a little bit further into homosexuality. Yeah, and of course he goes. Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense that part, and that, and you just yeah, and he's come around to going. Gee whiz, loving somebody for who they are is far more important than what a book reads. Uh, there's a, a case going through at the moment around discrimination uh, regarding a family who want to foster uh, children, uh, Byron and Kira. There's a criteria part when you're filling out a form to become a foster parent that says, how would you respond if your foster kid identified as LGBTQI um, and they were deemed not satisfactory in this area as unable to provide a safe living environment? For the child, um, because and they believe that they're being discriminated against because they are their religion, uh, and they simply hold traditional Christian values mm. uh, that the Bible teaches. It's very interesting stuff going on. Also, you forgot the A plus at the end of that. Oh, why do I forget that? What's the A, what's the A bit? Asexual. Asexual. Yeah. Um, and by the way, one hundred and fifty dollars cash, right. five free pies, five free coffees. Jess's keep cup. Jess's new curry beef pie. Ooh. Bombay Angus is in store now. All right, let's go to Emily Subiaco. Good morning, babe. Hello, how are you? Well, thanks. Now, what do you feel? How do you feel about this situation? You identify as a Christian? I do, I do. Um, And I think the family would most likely otherwise make a really great foster family. Are you in church? You're whispering. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I've just got a voice condition. Oh, right, okay. I've got a soft voice, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Um, But um, I... 
unless you can provide an emotionally safe environment. Yeah. Because a foster child, that you know, they've already been probably emotionally damaged, and um, you know, we can't judge a child or shame someone yeah. for who they are identifying as at that particular time. Yeah. And shame is a really strong emotion that you know, it sets in very quickly. And um, it's just because the that's what the foster family believe or they identify with is not, doesn't make it necessarily the right thing. Yeah. And um, I'm not judging them. I'm not sort of judging anyone. I'm just, you know, I focus on myself and where I need to improve. Mm-hmm. But I think for the safety of the children, you know, they need to love and acceptance no matter what. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a very good message, Emily. No, 100%. Thank you very yeah, much for no, calling. for sure. Hey, um, we've got uh, Kirsty in Scarborough. Good morning. Hi, how you doing? Well, going well, thanks, mate. Babe. What do you reckon about this situation? So I'm total same thoughts with Emily. Um, I, um, I'm a parent and yeah. I have learned very quickly that you have to love and raise the, the kids that you get not the kids that you want. Oh, that and is so true. It is. And, you know, like they, they do stuff that pushes all your buttons yeah. and these guys, I think it's great that they have identified that they aren't, aren't cool with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a bit rich that they're suing for discrimination when they can't see that they're actually going to be potentially discriminating against these poor kids yeah. who they identify. Like that's just a total double standard in my book. Yeah. So I hope it gets thrown out of court and doesn't even waste the court's time because that is not parenting when you're trying to push your beliefs onto mm-hmm. the impressionable young kids. So, yeah. Kirst, you're telling me that I don't want Ted waking up at midnight screaming and then going out on the trampoline and doing a bog and then uh, no. throwing it and picking it up and that you sort of stuff. You get what you get. You get what, uh, <laughs> hey, you get what you get, oh. mate. <laughs> Thanks, Kirsty. Thanks, mate. That's a really nice message out to put out there. One more from Jazz in Midland. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Well, thank you. Now, Jazz, you are a foster parent. Um, Not me. My parents Oh, are, your parents. But- sorry. They've had over 30 foster kids. Oh, wow. They're, your parents, uh, they're, they're just, you know, the Angels. most beautiful people mm. in this world. I love, I love hearing these stories. So, Jazz, you've been around the system then, obviously, for a long period of time. What, what do you make of the uh, the situation that I just spoke about only moments ago and um, the discrimination against on, on religious grounds? I think it's really unfair because, like, three years ago I come out to my parents as bisexual and they couldn't love me any less or any more. It didn't change the person I was. And Mm -hmm. so we've had kids come through our house that have been gay and one of them actually identified as trans. And my dad and my mum were both so supportive with anything they wanted to do. They love every kid the same, like their own, like they gave birth to them. It's what those kids want. They need that love, that nourishment that care that they couldn't get with their parents or previous homes. And so loving those children for who they are is what they want and what they need the most. Wow. Oh, Oh, that's so beautiful. Now, I do hear that your parents um, have fostered, fostered over 30 kids, but they had 16 kids at home at one point. Yeah, so my nan actually passed away and her kids come into our care because we're Indigenous, so obviously that's how our family kind of works. Yeah, same with the fellows. 
<laughs> at one time we had 16 kids living in the house. So it was absolutely crazy. Did and you play Jack we in were... the Pack out the back? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we couldn't even play hide and seek because there was not enough spots in the house. I was going to say, <laughs> the poor one left standing at the TV and nowhere to hide. <laughs> <laughs> On Hit 92.9.